Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN. That was good news about Guns N' Roses. That second Springsteen show did sell out at Wrigley. You can bet every show there this summer is going to sell out. Thanks for joining us for the Lisa Dent Show. I hope you sent Tom Skilling birthday wishes yesterday. We've been chatting it up a little bit and talking about this big storm. This is all sponsored by Permaseal Basement Systems. Every Tuesday we get to talk to Tom and this storm, it's not going to really impact us, but boy, the folks to the north of us are going to get hit. Right, Tom? Yeah, with snow. Now, I'll tell you, what: where things can get dicey here on a couple of fronts, one is the heavy rain, two strong winds blowing from the east. Could be the heaviest rain we've had in over two months here, uh, but also ice. And, and that becomes an issue northwest of us as you get up toward Belvedere and Rockford, you know, parts of western Lake County, McHenry County, Boone, Winnebago counties, even the northern end of the Fox Valley may get in on that. And then as you go across the line... Uh, ice storm conditions up there in southern Wisconsin blend into this heavy snow you were mentioning that could total up to 20 inches or in and around uh, Minneapolis. So, yeah, big troubles up there. You know, you you can manage with snow, but no one can navigate ice. Not even a dog with four feet can navigate ice. Huh. No, that's true. You know, it's interesting, Lisa, as I look back on my career, I encountered an ice storm when I started working up in Milwaukee that hit a big part of the state of Wisconsin. At one point, this was back in the mid-70s, it's a historic ice storm. Four inches of rain fell in a 29-degree atmosphere, and then 60-mile-an-hour straight-line winds hit with this storm. And you can imagine, with all these trees and towers weighed down by ice, you started bringing down uh, transformers, power lines, trees. They had to bring out snow plows and knock the trees off the roads. And the um, power lines that were downed would start fires uh, from these downed tree limbs. Mm. And at one point, the, the electric uh, uh, milkers on dairy farms all across Wisconsin went out. At one point, they had 600,000 people without electricity. And the state was hurrying to get emergency generators to the dairy farms to get the electric uh, milkers going again. Because, you know, that could damage the cow's ability to produce milk over time. Yeah. Yeah. it was. And then the day after all this took place, the sun came out and it sparkled on all these down trees covered by ice. And it was there was a beauty to it, to what amounted to a warlike scene. Um, it looked like a battlefield. Um, you could step outside during this and hear trees crashing down as far as the ear could hear. Uh, and the sky was lit up by transformers blowing up all the while. Now, that was a big ice storm. What we have coming up northwest of us uh, will be more on the order of perhaps a quarter inch to a half an inch of ice. But that's not good. Uh, no. That could cause issues. Uh, not at, not good at all. And you know what? You're right. It is beautiful. But boy, is it dangerous. What year did that happen in Milwaukee? Do you remember? In 1976. Okay. And uh, if you Google it, you know, Wisconsin Ice Storm, you'll get some pictures. It brought down uh, radio towers. 
it hit all the way from Madison over to the Milwaukee area. It, it The lake was saved, the lakefront and the city itself. But I lived at the time up in a little town called Grafton, up north of there in Cedarburg, that area. And I used to commute into the city. And there, it was all ice. And, I mean, it was... If you had ever told me that uh, one of the most dramatic weather events I'd ever experienced in my career was an ice storm, I would have said you were crazy <laughs> until this happened. And I it bet. was amazing. And yeah. so is there a clear line of where there will be ice and where there will be snow? Is that like at the border? Is that at I-90? I mean, do we have any idea at this point? Good question. Good question. And and I should add, uh, a couple of degrees on the temperature down here at ground level will make all the difference. But the thinking now is that the ice will occur uh, north of the I-88 corridor, the east-west tollway. Uh, and probably away from the city. Uh, the wind will be blowing with gusto off mid-30-degree lake waters, and that ought to keep our temperature in Chicago itself just above freezing, probably in the low and mid-30s, but above freezing. Uh, but that won't be the case as you go inland towards, say, Elgin or Streamwood or up toward Belvedere or McHenry or Woodstock, uh, Lake Geneva, uh, across to Beloit, Rockford. Loves Park, areas like that. Uh, those are the areas that we're a little concerned about. And I wouldn't be surprised to see some warnings uh, or watches issued for that area to that extent. Also, then, as you go north of the border, up into uh, oh, areas west of Kenosha, up toward Lake Geneva, Janesville, uh, uh, up toward Madison, that could be ice uh, and significant ice accumulation. And then north of that, you get into the snow. So as you get up toward Wisconsin Dells and Portage, Wisconsin, west over toward Eau Claire, Minneapolis, uh, up north toward Wausau, Rhinelander, uh, all the way into the upper peninsula of Michigan and west through the Twin Cities and into the Dakotas, that's where the the heavy snow will be. And it will come in two surges. One will hit uh, later tonight and tomorrow. It will ease a bit, and then Storm Surge 2 comes in with another round of heavy wind-driven snow that hits Wednesday night into Thursday. They're calling it, up in the Twin Cities, a potential uh, three-day snowstorm, and they're calling it a potentially historic snowstorm, which is saying something because Minneapolis has happened historic snowstorms over the years right so you're talking about almost two feet of snow in the minneapolis st paul area yeah yeah uh the the actual range being given now is 16 to 24 inches so um you know that's think about it here in chicago our biggest snow was the 67 blizzard with 23 inches of snow and then the chain burn blizzard in 79 yielded uh, 21 inches of snow so did the uh, groundhog's day blizzard more recently uh, so we're talking about a snowstorm up in that range uh, for Minneapolis. And they're prepared, but nobody can really prepare for that amount of snow, especially when it comes down in, in significant, uh, you know, f- I mean, because it's going to come down with fast, wind. right? Yeah. And, and with wind, Lisa, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, the wind is, uh, is, is really uh, horrific. I, I would imagine travel will cease. Uh, up in that area at the, at the height of these snowy periods, uh, except in perhaps urban areas where a snow removal has gone on. You're not going to want to be out on open roads driving in that up there. 
Absolutely. Tom Skilling is with us from WGN-TV. We're talking about the big storm that obviously will bring ice and rain our way. Massive amounts of snow if you get up to the Northwoods or Minneapolis or into the Dakotas. We'll come back and talk more with him. But first, Mary's got your current conditions and a check on traffic. 720 WGN. Tom Skilling from WGN-TV, our beloved meteorologist, with, is with us. And Tom, this this storm that we're talking about that's going to bring us rain and ice in the northwest suburbs and a massive amount of snow in Minneapolis and the Dakotas, it's really a nationwide storm, isn't it? Yeah, this is, this is incredible. Last night, Lisa, and this continues uh, through today, uh, we've got about uh, all our parts of 16 states tied up in this storm that covers a huge chunk of the rockies virtually all the northern plains and uh, virtually all the upper midwest and and you know when i say 16 states these are not little tiny states these are big ones wyoming colorado they have blizzard warnings up just west of um, minneapolis and a winter storm warning in minneapolis itself so it's it's a rather large storm and it comes on the heels of a winter that in our area has been rather benign uh, so far. We've had some uh, frigid Arctic blasts. We had that one around Christmas time. We had the other one last month. We even had a little chunk of Arctic air last week. But 71% of our days, 59 of the 83 days since December 1st, when meteorological winter began, um, have been above normal. And this is uh, currently ranked as the 14th warmest winter of the past 153 in Chicago. Uh, we have a snow drop going. We've had just a little over half our normal amount of snow, 16 inches. We should be approaching 30. And the Great Lakes have the least amount of ice on them ever recorded in the 51 years of satellite observations going back to 1973 that have given us really detailed looks at ice coverage on the lakes. We only have 7% of the Great Lakes with ice on them, and that's 7% of Lake Michigan, too. The Great Lakes themselves should have more than 40% of their surface covered with ice if we were close to average. And Lake Michigan normally is up around 30% ice coverage, so to have only 7% is is pretty remarkable. Yeah, it really is. It has been a very mild winter, and we're literally weeks away from spring, but of course, winter is not yeah. done with us yet. Um, I had heard people talking that this storm might bring like 70-degree temperatures to Columbus, Ohio, but might bring 40-degree temperatures to Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the West has been unusually cold. Uh, talk to anybody out in Phoenix or Las Vegas or Los Angeles uh, California or anywhere in the West, they've had kind of a cold winter. Um, and uh, in stark contrast, you've got Florida and the Southeast and the East. Do you know the cherry blossoms are out in Washington, D.C. two weeks early? Um, New York City the other day had a 70-degree high temperature. They uh, recorded the latest arrival of a measurable snow, and that was all of one-tenth of an inch of snow. They've had virtually no snow in Washington, in Baltimore, Philadelphia, New York this winter. Even though we had that one episode out in Buffalo that was a lake effect episode that got so much news coverage. But, I mean, it's been extraordinary how warm it's been. And talk to anybody who's gone vacationing down in Florida. They'll tell you it's been an incredible winter, uh, you know, with 80-degree temperatures and, and warmth. 
so it's uh, it, it's really quite interesting how it's laid out across the country. Okay, so the big storm that we are talking about that is headed our way, you said it will start arriving in the form of rain about what time? About mid-morning tomorrow. If I had to bracket it with specific times, we could have a few showers showing up as early as 6, 7 o'clock in scattered parts of the area. But I think we'll all be involved in rain by lunchtime tomorrow, having started between 8 and noon. Uh, And then it'll rain through the afternoon and much of tomorrow night with ice uh, in the northwest suburbs up toward uh, Western Lake, uh, McHenry, Boone, uh, Winnebago counties, the Belvedere, Rockford, Lake Geneva, uh, even perhaps Lake Zurich, areas like that, Woodstock, McHenry. Uh, and even northern sections of the Fox Valley out toward Elgin. Those are the areas we'll be watching for possible ice, essentially from I-88 north uh, and even more so up toward the Wisconsin border and north of that into southern Wisconsin. Then uh, we might get some embedded thunderstorms. We'll get uh, maybe 1.2 to 1.6 inches of rain, which would make it the heaviest rain here since December. And then it'll pause. The storm will go right over us, the center of it, and the winds will die down for a time, having blown vigorously tomorrow and tomorrow night from the east, right off Lake Michigan, gusting to 30 miles an hour. It'll pause a little bit Thursday, and then when the storm center goes by us, the winds will turn west, and they'll roar. Uh, They could be 40, 50 miles an hour. So we may have some sort of wind advisory later Thursday. But at that point, the major precipitation is over. Uh, we'll just have some scattered light stuff on the back side of it. Turn cold Friday back into the 30s over the weekend, and it will rain again on Monday, but be over by Election Day from the looks of things right now, which, of course, is a week from today. Yeah, it's good because uh, we need people out to vote. And I, I can't believe that rain keeps people in from voting, but you know sometimes it does. Yeah, it does. Yes, indeed. Okay, so anybody traveling to Minneapolis, the Dakotas, uh, any of those points further west that are involved in this storm, you better change your travel plans or expect that they will be changed for you. Is that a safe bet? I think that's well put, Lisa, yeah. I I wouldn't want to get in the middle of that mess. If you've ever been out in whiteout conditions on an open road, you say to yourself, never again, if I can avoid it. Well, this is one of those never again occasions. You don't want to go up there uh, and deal with this. Yeah. And if Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota gets a historic snowfall, I mean, that's one for the historic. It, It just seems like they've been through so much in years past. I didn't think they could outdo what they've done, but it might happen. Yeah, I, I I don't think they'll outdo their all-time great ones. I mean, they've had some 30 and 40-inch snowstorms up there that dwarf what we've had down here. So I don't think it'll get to that extent. But uh, the local folks there are calling it a historic three-day snowstorm. They'll hit in two waves. So, yeah, they... Uh, thank goodness we're not uh, facing that down, you yeah. know, Lisa. That's good. And, and I got to say, Tom, what a beautiful day today. Right now, it's sunny, and it couldn't be more perfect for a February 21st day. You are so right. And I mean, look at that beautiful weekend we had, 51 on Sunday. I mean, we're, we've had late March-level temperatures here in mid-February. Um, so we've been doing pretty well. Uh, but you're right. Uh, there's going to be quite a change coming. Yeah, yeah. The bees and the bugs are already out. I had flies in the house over the weekend. I wasn't happy about that, but I won't complain about the weather. Thank you for joining no. us. I really appreciate your Lisa, expertise. Always good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. You have a wonderful day. 
<laughs> you too, Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Talk to you later. You bet. Hey, here's here's the deal. Uh, uh, people have crocus popping up. You're sending me pictures on the text line of crocus popping up right now. And everybody's like, OK, well, who's I hope you gathered what he's saying about the rain and the line between the snow and the ice. Apparently, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin has already canceled school for tomorrow. All those areas up north, possibly on Thursday as well. But, you know, we've got a whole team here in the WGN newsroom and we've got the backing of WGN TV. So we will keep you up to date with everything that happens weather-wise. That's our conversation with Tom Skilling, sponsored by Permaseal Basement Systems. Lauren has your news coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.